Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and this is Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's really designed to help you reflect and think about your business, not just do your business. I try to take different topics that are not only interesting, but also especially relevant given the times that we're in. Most of this year in 2023, I've been really focused on sales and sales mastery and so many different ways to think about sales, take inventory of yourself, as well as some some specific techniques. So if sales is a big concern, obviously, and a big focus, I think certainly going back and looking at some of the previous episodes, uh, you would find that interesting. Uh, This podcast series is supported by the professional associations, the media outlets, and certainly many of the manufacturers and alliances that want you to be successful in this business. So today I'm going to be talking about 2024 and maybe how to think about 2024 a little bit differently. I think as you go into any particular year, you're either very, very pessimistic, or you're very optimistic. And quite frankly, as we reflect back on 2023, there was a lot of that going into the beginning of a year ago. One of my headlines and one of the things I tried to communicate early on for many of the listeners as well as folks I work with is really stop predicting. And this sounds sort of like almost not human to stop predicting things, But the reality is that the more you predicted in 2023, you may have been up or you may have been down, but the bottom line, you were probably wrong. When you go back and you look at your overall budgets or many companies out there, their profit margins or the gross profit or the level of growth, some were up, some were down, some were flat. But the bottom line is, regardless whether it was a good year or bad year for you, it really was a year that you probably predicted incorrectly. So moving into 2024, a theme that's come out of many different thought leader groups that I interact with is the focus on being, it's going to be uncertainty is the headline. And I think if you go into the year, at least weaving that theme into your thinking, you're going to be more successful. So I want to talk a little bit about why I think uncertainty is an appropriate theme, but I also want to talk about, you know, specifically some tips and insights of how to approach things when they are uncertain. So first of all, why do I believe, why should you believe that it's going to be uncertain? Number one is, as an earlier podcast where I talked about the post-COVID consumer, I think we're still figuring that out. We're still trying to crack the code, not only within the business, but with the consumer themselves. You know, your competition is everything. Well, what does all that mean? You know, they think and say, I'm okay, but it's not okay out there. And it certainly influences things. So one reason I think that it's going to be a little bit uncertain is that that the consumer themselves is figuring it out and not really certain about next year. A second, which is a little bit more specific, is it's a presidential election. And there's certainly has been a lot of challenges in the last couple of couple of elections when it's come to the process and in fact the outcomes so that's probably going to create a little bit of stormy waters and influence your clients 
I think the economic conditions, while we may be seeing these spikes in the in the stock market go up very high, that doesn't mean that it's not going to drop off. And the reality is, with your consumers being uh, your biggest competitor out there, i.e. their fears, their ignorance, and their overwhelm, all of those kind of things, I think, are creating, I think, a little bit of potential fear that would come out if, in fact, we see a shift in the economy. And certainly what's going on globally has created, I think, a little bit of anxiety, if not a lot, on all of your consumers out there that are really thinking about it. Now, the good news is I think remodeling in the home is the place to be. You know, I think it's safe to say they're not going to go and move into a cave and not necessarily do remodeling. I think it's safe to say that they don't have the skills to strap on the tools to do the projects themselves. So I do believe their home is probably the most stable asset. It's just the remodeling activity and the environment and and how predictable it will be for you and your business is where the uncertainty comes. So I don't think uncertainty ought to be thought about as good or bad. It's just uncertain. And therefore, I think the strategy and the way you approach uncertainty is different than when you are certain about something. So the following are really a list of kind of tips and and advice. I've jotted down seven ways of thinking, seven ways of acting in an environment that is uncertain. Um, So number one on my list is before you even think about 2024 and go into your planning cycles, list all the things that you know, all the things that you know and all the things that you don't know. You might, in your own mind, be forecasting, forecasting a certain amount of leads, certain amount of sales coming through, but honestly, you don't know that. What you do know is you have a client base. What you don't know is who those clients are going to be in the following year and which ones are going to be doing projects. You know, what you do know is you have a backlog of projects that are already signed in production. So you do know that that's fairly secure revenue that would come into your business. But if you list all the things you know and all the things you don't know, and then as you're thinking about 2024, make sure the things that you know or you believe very strongly don't slip through the cracks. It could be related to team members. It could be related to uh, clients. It could be related to other things. Uh, orders, supply chain, all those kind of things. But the more that you can add predictability into things, into your thinking, uh, the more successful you're going to be. Okay, number two on my list is, you know, it's while you may have strong gut feelings, while you may have beliefs about 2024, while you may have a certain degree of optimism or pessimism about, you know, what things are Uh, ahead on this journey, what I really want you to do is listen. I want you to spend some time talking to different industry experts, talk to suppliers, talk to subcontractors, and most importantly, talk to your team. Listen to those dissident voices. And dissident doesn't necessarily have to be negative dissident. It could be a dissident in the sense of just questioning certain things. Because I think if you're listening more to what's going on, rather than just trusting history or trusting your gut, I think you're going to be more successful. 
Okay, number three is a little bit more significant, and I'm going to take a little bit of extra time to unpack this. Uh, And that is you need to think about the cycle of the year in that, uh, you know, there's certain times of the year that are more predictable than others. As an example of that, many, many years ago in my business, we changed our fiscal year. You know, who is to say that the calendar year has to be the snapshot of the year? Matter of fact, that's why some businesses have a fiscal year that is different than the calendar year. And what we determined many years ago, of the four quarters in a year, that the fourth quarter was the most predictable on a calendar, unpredictable on a calendar cycle. So what does that mean? That means you go in, you create a plan, first quarter is fine, second quarter you're kicking butt, third quarter is strong, and then you get in the fourth quarter and then you just cross your fingers that whether it's because of the elections or whether it's because of the holidays or whether it's because of weather, it's going to be okay. And the reality is some years was good and some years was bad and that had a big influence on the whole year. So what we did was we shifted our fiscal year so that the fiscal year started on October 1st. We took the most unpredictable quarter and made it the first quarter. So we knew after the first quarter what we needed to do in the next three quarters to have it be more predictable. Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that you change your fiscal year to be something else, but I'm at least planting a seed that many, many strong businesses out there, especially in other industries, do not have a calendar fiscal year, and they don't have that for a reason. And I think maybe adopting a slightly different thinking moving forward that may take you a little time to get there might be worthwhile. What I am saying on my number three suggestion is adjust your thinking in terms of this plan. Now, think of it like a football game. In a football game, we have four quarters. Most coaches, most planners, they come up with a plan for the game in terms of how they're going to focus, and they're going to execute that plan in the first quarter. Now, if the points are up or down, doesn't really matter. In the second quarter, they're going to continue on with the plan. Then in halftime, they're going to adjust, adjust what that plan is. In some cases, they're going to do a major adjustment if they're down by 20 points. In other cases, if it's close, maybe they'll stick to the original thinking and then go in the third quarter and then fourth quarter. Obviously, final leg, they need to rock and roll and do what they need to do to get across the finish line and really win. Now, think about your year like a football game. So you have a vision for the year. A vision includes maybe some broad stroke levels of growth, some new innovation in terms of products and services, maybe some diversification, maybe it's improving, you know, gross profit or improving, you know, your marketing or branding or something. So you have kind of a vision for the year. But what I want you to do or think about is create a 12-week year. So what does that mean? Your quarter number one is the year. So in quarter number one, you know the journey where you're heading. However, create a really, really concrete plan, a 12-week plan, a 12-week year. And I think you're going to find not only a different way to think about it, but also potentially, I think, much, much better outcome.
So number four on my list was in this Q1 thinking, have three top, top priorities. These priorities have to sink into your annual vision. But what are those three top priorities that need to be put into place that ultimately will give you what you want in terms of your vision? And then by having those priorities, you can really focus on the details week to week plan on that for the the top priorities for Q1. Number five on my list of navigating through this this uncertainty is really knowing your numbers. I'm oftentimes surprised by businesses out there when I ask questions about their specific numbers, they say they have to go research it. You need to have at your fingertips the numbers. The in uncertain times, just like if you're driving, you need to know your, you know, your speed with a speedometer. You need to know their fuel gauge. You need to know the temperature gauge. You need to not necessarily uh, have the, the numbers be the unknown. You need to drill into the specific numbers and especially do it as you measure it on a 12-week cycle. Now, what's nice about the measuring is that people, I think, like to keep score. So if you have some good measurements in place, then people will have some real accountability to hit those specific numbers, those measures, and then certainly recognize at the end of Q1 uh, the, 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 the successes and certainly the rewards of doing it. The fact that you do give successes and rewards at the end of Q1 as opposed to the whole year, I think will keep the team especially motivated uh, to really move into the, the, the Q2 and not necessarily think it's just a distant goal. Number six on my list uh, is uh, reverse uh, your thinking a bit. Think about what could go wrong, not what could go right. You know, think about, you know, what are the potholes? What are the t- potential speed bumps out there that could throw you off? Make a list of all those things in uncertain times. It could rain today. Okay, well, maybe I bring an umbrella. Okay, this could happen if I'm playing a sport. Okay, now I'm going to beef up and add a little bit of insurance for that particular thing so I can make sure, at least with the top priorities and the key numbers, that I'm not sacrificing and really hitting those key goals. Number seven on my list of my top seven seven tips is uh, get aligned. You know, this more than ever in uncertain times, whether you're out in a boat or whether you're playing a sport, is very much a team sport. So it's critical that you get your team aligned with this shorter term distance. You know, think of it like a journey. The vision is, is the horizon as you're driving out. You know the mountains are out there. You know, the short-term things that you're doing today, this week, are right immediately around you. They're the cars immediately around you on the road, but also the hood of the car. Then the medium term, which is really more, I think, the 12 weeks out, is really looking out more half mile out where you can see the exit coming up that you can start to drift in, move into other lanes so that you don't miss the exit and you do it gracefully. So I think the importance of you know getting aligned in terms of this 12-week thinking, not 12-month thinking, uh, you're going to see a lot more returns. So uh, 
just in closing on this topic and this theme, uh, as I said before, you know, remodeling is a place to be. So this is a good thing that you you happen to chose this, this vocation. You know, your clients out there are confused. More than ever, they need to have you be the voice of reason. Uh, you give them the right kind of guidance. And I think while it can be a little bit disconcerting and a little bit scary in a world of uncertainty, the reality it also can be fun. You can be a little bit more light of foot. You can call more audibles. And I think those that are in this business, in this industry, really enjoy, I think, a little bit of unknowns and maybe some nice surprises that are coming into the formula as well. So I thank everybody for listening to this particular podcast. I encourage you to adjust your thinking a bit as it relates to your planning for next year. And let's just have a kick-ass Q1 and then set yourself up to a proper planning of Q2 right after that. Take care, everyone. 